hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo. Now with these cameras. I think brilliant. that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from YourTechLife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And you are listening to episode 23 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm Trevor Long from YourTechLife.com and other various places. And joining me as always, Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. G'day, mate. Good evening, Trevor. Mate, great to have your company once again. We love talking tech, and as it says on the box, two blokes talking tech, and lots to talk about tonight. Uh, and uh, and geez, just 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 been a busy week, so let's get cracking. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. and it's all thanks to our good friends at Samsung Smart TV. And Netgear will tell you all about them during the show, mate. Uh, it's it's tough doing a podcast. Live radio is easy because you can talk about stuff that's happening now. Uh, and I'm, I'm not bagging podcasting because we love it, but it's very hard because these things last a bit of time. So some of you might be listening on Saturday, some of you might be listening on Monday, but we're recording this one on a, on a, when, on a Tuesday, a little bit early than normal apologies, but I've got to go away. But the thing is, <laughs> when breaking news happens, it, it can sound a little bit old. So we need to be careful here. We might, we might bore people to tears and the story might have moved on. But today, early in the day, the story was that Apple had uh, halted uh, the, Im- the the sale of the Samsung Galaxy uh, 10.1 tablet in Australia through an injunction. The, the story did evolve throughout the day, but it's a really interesting uh, patent law dispute, isn't it? It is. It's a it's a not not something we see every day. Uh, Apple and Samsung obviously pretty fierce competitors and ironically uh, Samsung actually make a lot of the components found within a lot of Apple products so this was a different one today and the reason the reason it was that they went ahead with this injunction uh, is because they allege that Samsung alle- uh, they infringed up to 10 patents that all to do with the technology the touchscreen technology uh, on the new upcoming Galaxy Tab 10.1 it's a real tough one I said this morning on radio I said look it is hard and I don't understand patent law and I think it's you've got to give initiative and you've got to give some credit to people who invent things so let's not kid ourselves this is a piece of technology that Apple claimed to have invented and the the patent backs that up essentially Um, but you know you get to a point with technology and with anything that you know, are we, is is someone a Holden and Ford still paying royalties to the person that invented the wheel? <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. That's it. I actually thought of that myself. I'm thinking, well, it, all smartphones look alike. If they're gonna, if they're gonna really, if Apple are gonna take issue with Samsung's tablet, then they should take issue with every tablet on the market. But let's face it, they all use basically the same multi-touch technology now. That was obviously led pioneered by Apple. But it's. Uh, I, I, sort of, I want to read out the statement though yes. that Apple Australia released. Have you seen this? It's. I'll just read it out. It's two sentences. It's no coincidence that Samsung's latest products look a lot like the iPhone and the iPad from the shape to the, of the hardware to the user interface and even the packaging this kind of blatant copying is wrong 
and we need to protect Apple's intellectual property when companies steal our ideas. That that was a statement that Apple Australia released. So and, and they're they're not mucking around here, are they? Trump? And that's completely fair and reasonable. But and and I don't I I guess there's some narcs in the world, but I'm not sure many people argue with that. I think a lot of people agree that yeah, okay, you invented a piece of technology and and you have the right to protect it. But there comes yeah. a point where you go, I don't know, isn't I mean, it, we, we kind of need to know more, and hopefully over time this will dig out, but is it the fact that you can use two fingers on the screen, or is it the way they do that in the in the chipset behind it? And that's why it's more about tearing down the device and finding out how it works, as opposed yeah. to actually just essentially it being something that looks and, and works the same way. I've got a question too, like what, what the, the Galaxy Tab 10.1V, which we've spoken about yep. a few months ago, they've taken issue with this one, I think, because it's more like the iPad 2. It's it actually is. It's actually thinner than the iPad 2, believe it or not, by 0.1 of a millimetre, which is <laughs> enough. Uh, and, and it looks a lot like the iPad. It looks a little bit more like the iPad. It's got the metal silver back and all those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, I think it, maybe that's why, why they've taken issue with it. But interestingly too, that uh, we, we were invited to the launch launch of this next week uh, on uh, the 11th, I yes. think it was going to take place. So I don't know whether that's actually still going to go ahead. We're trying to find confirmation whether that's actually still going to go ahead. So uh, interesting times in the tablet market. Yeah, and I think I think you're right about the maybe maybe the look of this device is as important as the technology behind it because there is that whole passing off um, situation where there's some concern that frankly people can get confused by the device. And you know, Apple should be. I I totally agree with Apple being able to protect that concept um, in terms of you know people shouldn't get confused. When they walk into a store, it should it should either be an an, an Apple or, or an iPhone or an, or or, a, or an, a tablet the Galaxy. In this case, the, the, the statement from Samsung, interestingly, today was Apple Inc. filed a complaint with the Federal Court of Australia involving the Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1 variant that Samsung had no plans of selling in Australia. No injunction was issued, according to Samsung, by the court or the party by, by the court, and the parties reached uh, a mutual agreement which stipulates the variant in question, which will not be sold in Australia. So, a Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1 for the Australian market will be released in the near future. That's what they're saying now. Yeah, well, they've they've examined they examined the US version. This is from what I've heard, yep. and that's that's when they decided that the device infringes the the ten patents, but. Mm. Uh, they've apparently Samsung have agreed to hand over three samples of the new Australian version. What's going to be so different? Apple can have a look at it. I mean, what are they making different? Seriously, the Australian market is is tiny compared to yeah. America or, and the rest of the world. Frankly, I think Australia is one percent of the global tablet market. No, but they have actually. Uh, they've said that they they want to try and stop the sale of it in other countries. According to Bloomberg, they they said that the part of the injunction is an attempt to stop selling the same tablet in other yeah. countries so I Australia mean, just happened to be the point of contact where, where, where this has happened the question is how much different could the variant be because I don't yeah. think it's much but uh, anyway we shall wait and see we shall watch with interest and uh, I guess uh, next week we'll talk about whether or not that um, that launch of the Galaxy Tab 10.1 is happening and we'll keep you up to date and there's plenty of great websites including techguide.com.au where you can keep up to date with this evolving story Well, we were lucky enough to enjoy a, a nice lunch down at Rockpool together, Trevor. Lovely. And it wasn't any one of us brandishing the credit card. We were guests of uh, Optus uh, for the launch of their 3G Home Zone. Now, this was a product we spoke about a few months back. This it, is an um, evolution uh, of that product, isn't it? Because the, the, the one we spoke about a few months back was just a pure femtocell. 
Yeah, this it's evolved, it's evolved slightly. It even looks a little bit different. I think this is uh, this is obviously the result of their trial. Uh, that this product is now available. I think it went on sale on Sunday, so that yep. was two days ago. Uh, and basically, what it is, they described it well. They said it's like a Wi-Fi modem for your mobile, so it's, it boosts the signal strength in your home uh, the, for your Optus phones. Of course, mm-hmm. you need to connect it to your broadband, your your router, or your modem. Uh, and what it does, it then de- you can nominate up to twelve devices in your home to boost the signal strength. And I've got to say, I was the perfect test candidate for this product, Trevor, because yes. I live in a notorious Optus black spot over here in uh, in the eastern suburbs, and I uh, was uh, noticed the difference straight away with the signal strength. Right, and I was able to actually make a complete call in my home hmm. uh, and and my wife and my, my two older kids too are all Optus customers as well and they notice the difference as well. So the thing works, Trevor. So a couple of questions then. You, I haven't got it working because no one in our house is Optus, so a bit of a problem. <laughs> um, the You've got a reasonably large house. I'm not saying you've got a mansion, but you've got a biggish house. What's the reception variance like at small scale? Like, you know, if it's downstairs, what's the reception like upstairs and those well, kind of things? Yeah, it's it's noticeable over the house. It's got a 30-metre... So I've, I've got it located in my office, which is sort of in the middle of the house downstairs. Mm-hmm. So it's noticeable uh, even upstairs in the bedroom. I've noticed one one bar extra uh, reception in the bedroom mm-hmm. and two bars reception downstairs. I'm, on the, I'm using the HTC Incredible uh, at the moment, and it's got four bars out of four iPhone four bars out of five. Now, previously, that was one or two bars less before we had the home zone. So what it means, though, is that for those who are on a... And let's face it, Optus offers some pretty good value plans. Yes. Uh, you know, they're, they're a lot cheaper than Telstra, offer a lot more value than Telstra, but unfortunately, the network isn't quite as sturdy as Telstra's. Uh, but so for those people who are thinking, well, I'd love to ditch the landline, but that but is now can be eliminated with this $5 a week for over 24 months and that for, and for one person who pays that $5 they get unlimited calls uh, as well so it uh, if you ditch the landline it'll easily pay for the home zone and a couple of quick things uh, to wrap it up uh, in questioning we, we discovered a few simple things about it firstly if you if you have it connected to your internet you're looking at about a gig uh, of usage per month um, which if you're on Optus that's fine because it'll be unmeted if you're on anyone else then a gig's really nothing most people have got more than that um, but if you do have uh, you know a 400 meg plan or something don't be looking at one of these things the other thing is there are basic speed requirements to make sure that you can actually sustain the connection um, but it's important to note that basically this is a little thing another device on your computer network uh, using your internet and it's sending your telephone signals over the internet back to Optus and one other thing we should note too that uh, it only works on Optus mobiles that's right it, it doesn't work with even those other companies that resell Optus oh. services like Virgin Mobile AMASIM. AMASIM. It does not work with those numbers. I, I double-checked with Optus, and they confirmed that it only works with Optus numbers, not the ones that are resold through the op- their Optus network. Very important, but I think uh, I think if this has any success, then we'll see those companies introduce it because uh, Optus can rebrand it and make it available to them. And, uh, and the other thing is that I think if you're a family and uh, you have multiple mo- mobile with Optus in your home, just like Stephen does, um, I expect that uh, Optus are very smart with their marketing. I think you'll find very soon they'll launch um, family packages that'll make it even better value for an entire family. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. 
And two blokes talking tech was uh, kindly sponsored by Samsung. Samsung Smart TV, the future of television. Now, just like, you know, we've all seen our smartphones. We all use a smartphone nowadays, but Samsung Smart TV provides you with the same kind of uh, intelligence for your TV with a wide selection of apps that are optimised for your smart TV from Samsung. Uh, there's a wide range of categories to choose from for these apps, so videos, games, sports and information, just like on your phone, and lifestyle uh, and as the number of apps grow they're growing rapidly mm. your tv viewing experience will even get richer and more fulfilling you can surf the web from your couch how good is that my, my website my website looks huge on this 55 inch <laughs> tv you can also get social and share your viewing experiences with your family and get friends we all, like, we all like to tweet while we're watching tv people often tell me to get social <laughs> And you can do all of this. Well, you can get social while watching your live TV. And you can also experience 3D with amazing depth and realism and also Samsung's 3D sound technology, which makes it sound as good as it looks for a true cinematic experience. But also, if there's not enough 3D content for you, you can also go 2D to 3D with the converter so you can view 2D channels in 3D. The new Samsung Smart TV range is available now at leading retailers. Samsung apps and web browsers you can view on selected Smart TV models only. For more details, you need to go to samsung.com.au slash TV. And uh, we do like to entertain our listeners with some wonderful opportunities. And, uh, mate, I mentioned this last week, and the thousands of people that are listening, it's very easy to win a laptop. I've got on yourtechlife.com, I've got a Lenovo laptop, Core i5, beautiful, you know, wonderful laptop, 15-inch laptop, uh, to give away. That's worth, like, 1200 bucks. Plus, I've rung around, and I've got uh, a Telstra Elite Wi-Fi um, um, base station thing. What are they called? Elite Mobile Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi um, Hotspot. Hotspot, yes. We've got, I've got a case from Kensington, a mouse from Kensington. I've got a lap, uh, laptop speaker desk from uh, from Logitech. I've got an iOmega portable hard drive. Lexar jumped on board today and threw in a, a couple of little backup USBs. Whole stack of stuff you can... Yeah, all, Tassie, all you must be getting lots of entries for that mate, one. Mate, unbelievable number of entries, and thank you to the good people at Logitech who put it on their Facebook page, and my Lord, didn't the entries come in then? But <laughs> uh, all you've got to do is go to yourtechlife.com and uh, and enter uh, simple, you know, 50 words or less, that kind of thing. Uh, sign up to the newsletter, and you are in the draw. I'll draw that at the end of the month to win a Lenovo laptop and prize pack. Thank you to the good people at Lenovo, and uh, you are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Anyone who knows me, Trevor, knows me very well, <laughs> knows that I'm probably one of the biggest Star Wars fans that they've, ever, that they've ever met. Yes, tragic. I'm a Star Wars tragic. I'm proud of that. But uh, there's a huge release coming 43 sleeps to go, Trevor. <laughs> I can't believe you're counting sleeps. Star Wars I'm on counting. Listen, listen, to put that in perspective, <laughs> there is a small count going on in our house to the next baby. Okay, we count down to babies and Christmas. You don't count down to a Blu-ray release. Well, this one is not the everyday Blu-ray release, Trevor. Star Wars is uh, coming out in full high definition on September the 14th. But if you, if eager fans like myself want a sneak peek at the special features on board, now when when this this saga comes out on Blu-ray, there's going to be more than 40 hours of bonus materials. I'm just have to take three days off. <laughs> to watch the movies and enjoy all those bonus features. But if you want an early look, there's a great new app, a free app called Star Wars Blu-ray 
early access for the iPad. So Honestly. you can download that for free. I could not download an app fast enough when I heard about this. <laughs> I got it on the iPad, and what it does, it gives you a look at uh, just a very, very brief look at the uh, each of the features, special yes. features for each of the six movies. So you can go movie by movie, view a video. There's like pictures, galleries, uh, interviews. So it's a great, it just whets your appetite for this release that comes uh, September 14th through 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment. Uh, free app, like I said. If you're a Star Wars fan, you can't call yourself a Star Wars fan if you don't download this app. All right. Check it out in the App Store, people. Now, we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about the Lenovo uh, tablet range being being released, the K1, and there's a, I yep. think there's a uh, ThinkPad uh, tablet as well. Uh, yep. I got a little look at one today, the uh, the IdeaPad K1, um, and uh, look, a very nice device. Now, the thing is, we've talked about tablets over and over again, and, and Android tablets are much muchness, but here, I tell you, they have actually done something smart here. The Lenovo IdeaPad K1 is actually, it doesn't look... Like all the others, for a start, they've actually done something different to the back of it, which is good, just to differentiate it. Um, they've also preloaded a lot of apps, so there's a lot of games and, and, and applications already on it. There's um, there's an app built into it uh, which gives you two gigabytes of cloud storage. There's a few little things like that, as well as a customization of a quick launch um, kind of okay. uh, launch bar in the middle, which makes but it's, it. It's still different. running Android, though, isn't it? It is still running Android. It's just running Android 3. Point whatever it is. And it, so essentially, it, behind the scenes, it's, it's exactly the same as the Zoom and all those other things. But I just think that if you are standing in a store looking at Android tablets, what Lenovo have done is said, look, just if you're going to pay the same amount for all these tablets, consider that ours has a few things built into it which might get you over the line. I think that's a smart marketing move. I still think it's too expensive. I think they need to be cheaper than iPads to sell. And here's How big is the screen, Trevor? Uh, the, oh, the screen 10.1? Yep. I mean, it's a good size a tablet. They, have it, they don't have a, a lawyer from Apple knocking on their door or anything, <laughs> yeah. have they? Are they okay? Uh, well, I would say it's not as attractive as the iPad, so they're not going to knock on the door. <laughs> but here's what they've done wrong. And I, the, I may be the only one, and I'd love to hear from people about this, but they showed me one which won't be available in Australia, which has a red back on it. Ooh. Now, I know it sounds crazy. A red back. That's per- appropriate it's, for Australia. Zachary. Um, the problem is, I think they're all a bit bland tablets. And do you remember 10 years ago... When you could buy a million, and you would have had a South Sydney skin for your mobile phone, like a cover. Absolutely, I had a few of them actually. Now these days, yeah, you can buy an iPhone cover and all those things, but back in the day, you used to actually change the physical components of your Nokia phone and yes. interchange them, and it made it it made it real. It made it feel like a South Sydney phone, etc. I think they should do that with this tablet. I think that some tablet makers should make a tablet customizable. I think it'll be great for the for the youth. I think the, yeah. the girls will love it. I think lots of people will love the fact that you can actually customimize and personalize your device. So you can sort of pop off the back or maybe change the frame exactly or, yeah, that's I, I, just, I think that someone someone needs to do that because this when I picked up this red one I said that's perfect what other colours is it coming they say not available here in Australia and it's only available oh. in red and black anyway I just think, hello, tablet makers, you're going to have to find a point of difference. And plus, selling a, a cover is, is incremental revenue for the retailer, which is exactly what Apple does with the smart covers and everything. I think it's an, an opportunity lost, but um, bottom line, when the IdeaPad K1 does become available in Australia mid-September, worth checking out side-by-side side with all the others um, because it's a nice-looking little device. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Travel on. And we do it thanks to the good people at Samsung TV and also Netgear, netgear.com.au. For anything networking, 
Now, if you're in small business, small to medium business, Samsung, uh, Samsung, Netgear have got, Samsung have got wonderful TVs, don't get me wrong, but Netgear have got wonderful networking solutions, including great file sharing, data protection, and virtualization options. Now, the data protection options, with your backups and things, you can get a Netgear readiness. Have it on your network with your files and your storage, but not only can it be a local backup, but they've got this thing called Netgear Replicate, okay? And what it does is it allows you to have two ReadyNAS systems, and you begin the process of backup on-site, and then you take one of them to another location. It might be your other office, it might be your home, and it will actually do an off-site backup for you over the internet. I think oh, that's, that's just great. a stunning piece of technology. Really simple. It's a, you know, it's a small to medium business o- opportunity. It's not the kind of thing that every, every Joe Blow at home is going to have, but if you've got a small business from, you know, five people up to 200 or whatever it is, you've got to think about your data. You've got to think about your backup. And don't, don't discount the fact that Netgear, uh, can provide you with great solutions. Netgear.com.au. Check them out for anything networking, anything backup. Netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Mate, you know what I noticed this morning? I, I logged onto Facebook, and um, uh, most people maybe don't know about this feature. I don't know. It's kind of um, hidden a bit. But when you go to your own profile page, you can actually choose people who are your Facebook friends to be part of your family. So I can choose my mum to be my mum and my sister and brother, etc. So you can actually create a little family tree. Now, it's not really yep. a family tree, but it's just a way of associating your profile so that your family can join together and they, they kind of virally grow and so you actually okay. build your family network. Well, yep. the thing is you, you could add um, your kids, even if they don't have Facebook pages. This morning, I was able to add... Long Baby 3. Now, Long Baby 3, I will admit, does have a Twitter account, Long Baby 3. Um, and now, that is ahead of the curve. Yeah, that is. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I tweet every now and then from the little little, little tyke. Oh, what sort of things? Oh, just, I might just do a little couple of kicks today. Yeah, yeah. Geez, Dad's got an annoying voice or something like that, you know. <laughs> anyway, so what you can do now is you can actually add an expectant child. So you can go in and you can say, well, Baby Jew, September 27 in our case. Um, you know, and yeah. you, and you, 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 I just call it Long Baby Three. Have you, are you doing that? Are you going to do it? I've done it. I've done it already. Um, so. Do you reckon that's a little bit too much information to share, Trevor? Are you, are you comfortable sharing that, that level of information? People, oh, I suppose, know your wife's having a baby. That's and the thing. You see, I keep Facebook as a very, uh, very personal thing. Uh, anyone who has me on Facebook knows that we've got another baby on the way. Um, you know, there's no real privacy issue with anyone knowing that there's another baby coming. And yep. I, I'm tipping and assuming that what it'll do is it'll, it'll use smarts, obviously, to, to determine, you know, it'll pop up next time I log in and say, did the baby come or whatever. Um, you know, I don't want to be, uh, be negative, but the only thing, the only negative thing about something like this is the, the you know, this is not a happy time. Sometimes there can be problems with pregnancies and things. So I, I'd warn yeah, against Yeah, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to do it, uh, too early because exactly. we all know, like, oh. I've had three children. Myself, mate, yeah. and you don't want to. You, you, the usual process is you don't announce before three months, and in case mate, something goes wrong, let and, me give you the tip that user process yeah. has gone out the window in the recent years. There, there's no way people are waiting three months anymore, it's, it's, oh. it's happening way earlier than that. Um, but look, I just think it's a wonderful little thing to add, um, you know, not for everyone, but uh, nice little addition to Facebook. And I'll be interested to see how they take it and what they do with it from here. But uh, let's keep an eye on that one.
Now, Nintendo have uh, made an interesting move with the 3DS. The, it, it was only released back in March, yeah. and we spoke about it at the time. And it's a, it's a great piece of technology that offers 3D gameplay without the use of glasses. And it was released at the original price of three hundred and forty nine ninety five, which at the time I thought was pretty good. Well, yeah, it wasn't too bad. And the great thing about it at the time was, though, even that price, the RRP, was never, you'd never pay that price. You'd go to JB Hi-Fi, you'd easily get it for two ninety eight. Yes. But you know what? It's coming down even further. From what? August the 12th, they're going to knock that original price down by $100. So it's Jeez. going to be slashed to $249.95. So newsflash, anybody thinking of buying a Nintendo 3DS, Stop. wait till August 12th. Is this a global thing or just Australia? It is, globally, yes. Across the board, they're cutting the price, I think. Down, down, prices are down. Well, that's right, <laughs> but, uh, even at Nintendo. But I think they've been affected, I think, pretty much by Apple. Let's face it, yeah. the, the iPod Touch, the iPhone, the App Store. There's more than 100,000 apps in the, game, in, in the App yeah. Store that are just games. And the iPod Touch uh, sells more d- devices than the PSP and the Nintendo 3DS put together. Yep. So they're obviously f- feeling the heat. Uh, so Nintendo, while they've got a great library of games and some terrific franchises and a lot of loyal uh, users out there, they felt that to be a little bit more competitive, they had to cut the price down. But for those that have already paid the full price, who they're probably thinking, God damn it, I paid an extra $100, starting September the 1st, those customers who did pay full freight will be able to download 10 virtual console games from a range of pretty interesting titles so they're going to be looked after as well oh that's a good idea so an initiative there for people who paid the original price you're not going to get your money back but you'll get some uh, extra content good to hear and uh, interesting stuff from uh, just generally interesting pricing in the technology game right now two blokes talking tech. you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long and stephen fennick now, we've only got five minutes left, but I, and I want to cover off uh, some great new headphones that you've had a look at. But um, before we do that, um, the iPhone 5, we, we've, or 4, I, I predict it'll be the 4S. I don't think 4S. they'll come out with a 5. I reckon I it'll think be the it'll 4S. be 5. Reason being is it's going to run iOS 5 as well, yeah, Trevor. 5's point. the magic number there. Yeah, true, true. You've got me there. I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, so some more rumours this week. It's obviously always rumours, but the interesting one was and, and this has had some some credibility in, in in recent launches. There's been some cases uh, appear on the internet. Absolutely, yeah. I actually put these up on Tech Guide, and the the site the, the story a lot of lot got a lot of hits on this story. A lot of interest around this upcoming phone. And you, like me, get asked on radio Absolutely. ten times ten times each time when's a new iPhone coming out. Well, this doesn't tell us actually when it's coming out, but it gives us an idea of what it's going to look like. Now, there were some side by side pictures taken of the new case uh, that was appeared on the nine to five Mac rumor site, showing what it alleges to be the new case, which will fit the iPhone five. And just side by side shows it next to the iPhone 4 case. It's going to be not only wider but also longer than the iPhone 4. I think um, I think when you look at it, and it's a very good picture because you can kind of get a real sense of the device. I think that it's going to carry. Again, this is all speculation, but how much fun is it? It's good to fun to speculate. Absolutely. I think it's going to look like an iPad too. I think they're I going think to. So too. I think that they're going to bring edge. that in there. Um, yeah. You know, be really thin looking, even though it might not actually be much thinner. It will look a lot thinner because of those tapered edges. Yep. Um, I think they'll make it a lot lighter. I mean, the Galaxy X2 phone from Samsung and the Xperia, um, was it the Arc? Arc, yeah, was, Arc. Was, is, is just a stunningly light phone. And I think they Apple are. do need to respond to that. 
Um, and, and so that's, that's a really important feature that I think we'll see. And I think they'll blow us away with an even bigger screen. That's, that's the size issue that they'll come out with. They seem to be the consistent rumours, but there was one other uh, rumour that came out today and from uh, a pretty reliable source, All Things D, which is the uh, yep. News Corporation-owned site that also features Walt Mossberg. One of his reporters uh, said that the iPhone would probably, it may be even slip till October to which be is, released. You know, it's amazing that it's already... Slipped in terms of slipping their their normal yearly cycle has slipped from middle of the year to the later in the year. So for it to slip all the way to October is very interesting. It is, but we, you know, again, it's just just a rumor. They could turn around tomorrow and say, "Hey, it's going to come out next week." We just don't know. But the signs are that it's probably looking to be September. I'd say, but again, we don't know. Keep our eyes on TechGuide.com.au. I know we're running out of time, but I really had to speak about the uh, the updated Bose headphones. Mm. They've got the. Uh, I'm a big fan of these Bose brands. In fact, my quote uh, that I wrote about the uh, from my review of the Bose Quiet Comfort 15s, uh, a review I published in the Daily Telly when I worked there, is actually on their website. It's, right. uh, and, and even in, I, I saw You're it famous, in flight, an in-flight magazine even featured my my quote. So uh, Jesus, I'm a big I'm, fan. I'm honoured. I'm honoured to be in your company, mate. The, this is amazing. <laughs> Well, anyway, the Quiet Cover 15, they're acoustic noise cancelling headphones, which is a, an essential accessory to take if you do a lot of travelling. Yep. Uh, cuts out that noise. Also, their other their other regular audio headphones, the AE2. Now they've updated these headphones. The, the, the actual headphones themselves are exactly the same, but what they've done, they've added an inline remote control and ah. microphone accessory. So now you can use it with your iPhone, with your iPod, even on your Mac, on your MacBook Pro, on your computer. So you can now navigate your, your music, pause, play, uh, control the volume, and it's got a microphone. So if you get a call on your iPhone, you can take the call. So it's just made... Yeah, the best just got better. I think the, these headphones are, are already uh, really great quality, and adding this feature is excellent. Now, if you already own those headphones, the good news is you can actually buy the accessories. So, if you already own the AE2 or the QC15, you can actually little, buy little the accessory. So, so you, yeah, yeah, so you can make it. Uh, so you can have the remote control included. Very cool, and uh, I'm tipping that uh, very much, uh, very soon, that'll uh, be full information about that at techguide.com.au. Absolutely. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Thank you for your company, mate. Episode 23 is in the can. Thanks to Netgear and Samsung Smart TV. Uh, a great show, mate. Thanks for the it chat. It was good. Have a great trip, mate, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Hey? Always good to hear from everyone, too. If you want to get in touch, go to twoblokestalkingtech.com or both of our websites, stephenfennick at techguide.com.au, and I'm Trevor Long, yourtechlife.com.